Hello everyone, welcome back to Master Quest. My name is Christian Buckley. This is my first time playing A Link to the Past, and because sometimes going back to old games can be tough, I wanted to experience it with someone who loves this game dearly, and that is Indeed. Master DJ Gillard. Thank you. Uh, good to be here. Good to be here this week. I'm excited to be back. Hey, me too, me too. I look forward every week to my little, like, mm -hmm. hour to hour and a half yeah, your little play fireside session. chat. Yeah. yeah, it's exciting. Um, yeah. Before we dive into this week's show, though, we do have some updates and information about <laughs> series lore and history and theories from the Zelda community via Reddit, YouTube comments, and Discord. You know me, there's nothing I love more than taking a really dumb side bit way too serious and way too lore-wise seriously. It's nothing better than just going all for it. You know? mm -hmm. for sure um first off via discord in our D joy clicks discord every week neon rider Arya, shout out gives a very detailed play-by-play -play on like commentary on everything very much appreciated Thank uh they're basically saying that sort of what like the game implies about what we talked about between the troll and the ball of like reflecting their true nature in that world. Yeah. Um, it would sort of reflect Link's innocence. And I guess there's some sort of like history behind rabbits just being like pure souls or whatever. Yeah. Which is kind of in line with what we were thinking it was. Um, yeah. We were just like spitballing and we probably kind of nailed it. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, on Reddit, r slash true Zelda is where this was posted. Okay. Uh, the, t the top, let me make sure this is right. The top upvoted comment is from Serba U. Link turns into a bunny because he is of pure heart. That's all there is to it. It is a readily <laughs> anthropomorphable, passive, attractive animal. Japanese culture also attaches rabbit symbolism to the moon. So perhaps the moon pearl was named first, oh. and then the rabbit was attached to Link as a result of it being related to the Moon Pearl, or vice versa. Ah, you know, I think, I want to say last week, I actually made an offhand reference, just like guessing, I'm just like, I don't know if this is right, but I feel like there might be like some sort of cultural Japanese thing going mm -hmm. on here, why he's a rabbit, Yeah. and it turns out, well, yeah, cause a we're, lot just, of... we're, we're smart guys, <laughs> for not knowing what we're talking about, just kind of guessing, pretty smart. Um, well, yeah, because a lot of Zelda is inspired by at least the original ones, inspired by Japanese folklore, right? Yeah. Yeah. Over the series, there's actually an interesting relation with, like, some Celtic mythology. I, I, there's some good articles that I, I can't... I, I don't know where I've read it now, uh, but there's some really good in stuff about that, which I, is really interesting. Uh, but yeah. For sure. Definitely uh, yeah. Japanese influence there, too. Now that you mentioned that, I can definitely see, like, in my head, like, reaching back of, like, architecture and stuff like that, of yeah. the Celtic mythology stuff, which the is cool. The article I read, like, a couple months ago was specifically about just Breath of the Wild and all of its Celtic uh, influences, and it was really fascinating. I loved it a lot. Yeah, I, like, I can definitely, in my head, picture some visual patterns that, in my head, belong to, like, a cross, but I know yeah. it's, there's no, like, there's not a lot of crosses in Breath of the Wild, right? No. The cross is kind of phased out, like, after the first game, pretty much. Like, you don't see it much after that, really. Mm hmm So. Um, and also, shout out to the people who have been catching up on the series on YouTube. I've seen some comments on in-depth 
commentary on things. So awesome. appreciate all of it. Thank you. Thanks for watching. But this week, DJ. This week. We left off. Where do we leave off? We left off at... Jeez. Oh, we left at the Tower Hair. Yes, I remember now. It's been a while. It feels like it's been longer than it has, but it's only been a week. Um, so we left off. We entered the Tower of Hera. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing we do here is we you get the first introduction like what this dungeon is gonna be pretty much of the just like generic dungeon. zelda block puzzles yeah. like this is kind of i don't think the first zelda had any switches like this i mm-hmm. uh, i don't think so so this is kind of the start of that which becomes such a zelda tradition just you know, th- there's one dungeon where it's like you just gotta switch the box that's about it um you know what i just realized what it's a dungeon about switches and the the orb switches are blue and red which are the neon joy-con colors on the switch i doubt that's any sort of thing other than a coincidence but yeah yeah (laughs) i'm playing it on a switch yeah so worth noting and zelda Zelda launched the switch so you never know they might have been thinking about it who knows yeah uh, this is a very different dungeon so far because this is, like you said to me last week, it's um, smaller floors in their like area, but yeah, way more than we've seen you so far. Yeah, there's like three floors that are just like one big room. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, it is cool. Uh, I have to admit, I was lost for a little while. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. The, the one main puzzle, like the only like... The only big puzzle of this one is, like, a little bit tricky to figure out, I think, when you have to drop down and get the moon pearl. Um, trying to figure out how you position yourself, how do you get the block sets right, all that kind of stuff. Like, that that stuff I remember my first time through. I was like, I'm kind of confused. I'm not sure how to get there. But, uh, yeah, I didn't have any issues with this run through, but I've played it many times, so I wouldn't expect anyone. I would expect someone else to. It's nothing, nothing to be ashamed of, for sure. Okay, so I have a question. Though? Okay. I didn't get a moon pearl from doing this. Did I miss what? something? I yes, <laughs> I think you did. I don't think you can beat the dungeon without it. You I didn't. Did you not do the thing where you drop down? You like switch the floor with the little orange block thing that you walk over, where you can switch where the falls of the floor is. You remember that thing? Yeah. So you. You switch that, and then you fall down from the something floor to the one with the big chest in the top of the room, and it's in that chest. You have to switch the floor so you can actually land there properly. Oh, I don't think I got it. You just didn't do that. So did you not get a dungeon? You not get anything in this dungeon then? No, I did, but I I don't. I just don't think I got the moon pearl. What weapons in this dungeon again? I can't even remember. I don't think there's a weapon in this dungeon. Yeah, I think it's the moon pearl that's replacing <laughs> the weapon. So, you okay, because got it. That makes okay. That well, that doesn't make so much sense. But like, when I was walking through, um, I saw the giant chest yeah. in the room leading up to the boss, and I I saw that there was a pitfall in front of it, and I turned the pitfall off, and then I saw that I needed I couldn't get to the chest yet, and then yeah. I think I just forgot about the chest, and fought the boss. Huh. So, I have to go back for that. 
Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm looking it up right now because I, I, to be honest with you, I don't believe. <laughs> I can't. I'm, I have I, my switch with me right now. I'm gonna look up to or see my inventory, see what's up. But like, yeah, I really don't think I have this thing. Oh yeah, you you definitely could have missed it. I'm on Game Facts now. It says you can totally miss it. Um, yeah. So when you, when you got to the dark world, we'll, spo- we'll skip ahead for a brief moment here. Were you a rabbit again? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, am, okay. Am That's I stuck here? <laughs> no, like, uh... I, ho- I hope you didn't bug it out. Um, I don't okay. think you did, though. I think you can just go back to the okay. normal world with uh, the mirror. Uh, okay. The mirror is, like, how you switch back. You already learned that, I think, right? Yes. Yeah, so I think you can just go back and... Go back and get that item. The moon pearl is like what makes you not be a bunny in the dark world. Okay. Much. That's why you need it. So I'm pretty so. sure I can still get that because we can go back to talking about the dungeon and getting through the episode. But I have a note at the bottom of my list about something Sasha said to me when I got here. Okay. And I think that is, yes, I can still get it. Because he did mention it again once I got teleported back to the dark world right so yeah that's but to, that's very funny i gotta <laughs> say that's crazy that you can miss that though yeah that's it makes sense but like i feel like they should have some sort of gate you know yeah that's like really crazy to me because it's such a, like an integral thing and like clearly even though I missed it, I'd still need it, right? Because I can't do oh, anything yeah. else in the dark world, right? Because so. you can't you can't swing your sword in the dark world. You're yeah. gonna need to be able to do that eventually. <laughs> yeah. So just the fact that they let you miss that—that's very interesting to me. Is in like terms yeah. of like a game design level. Yeah, I yeah. I honestly just I don't think that's good game design to be honest. Yeah, I don't think that's like an interesting oh. like thing that they do like a trick they pull. I think that's just like no, you got to make sure people get that thing, man. Trust me, there's something else this week that I do not. Yeah, think you're not feeling. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, because I'm not a fan of this dungeon, DJ. <laughs> no. This wow. DJ, this this dungeon is bad. Bad. It's bad. Bad. That's that's hard to hear. There's some say. bad things. Okay. Um, Let me present my case. Me. First off, shout out to the fire breathing triceratop things. Those are cool. Those are very cool, correct. Uh, my shield doesn't work on them, even though it's upgraded. Yeah, it's only the small fireballs. It's not okay. like any big ones. It's just like the little dots like Zoras will shoot and stuff like that. I think they shoot fireballs at some point. I don't know. You know the ones I'm talking about, though, the small yes. ones. Yeah, yeah. The, the small, like, golf ball-sized ones. Yeah. Um, I also found a hard hat tentacruel enemy. <laughs> like, he just looks like a Squidward, kind of. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this now. Yeah, but my fourth note, this is bad, because I did get lost. I got stuck. I couldn't figure okay. out how my progression. I explored the entire entrance area, the downstairs, and I got, like, blocked off in the room where I had to kill the tiles. Right. Because that was introduced at some point. <laughs> I think that was introduced in the last one, wasn't it? Or no, the, you just had... The tiles were there, but they, you could have just avoided them. Yeah, you gotta, like, let the tiles go for this one. Yeah, like, a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, it's many. 
I died so like three just times in that, out of that room. room, pretty much. Yeah, because I I went in there and I was like, oh, I must need to like hit a switch in a different room or something, and then I just oh. took care of the other rooms first. Mm. And yeah, I just got stuck, but. I did end up looking it up eventually of like cuz I I tried like standing in the corner holding my sword at the ready so that way when they flew at me I would stab them but then a couple did hit me and kill me like 3 yeah. or 4 times Yeah So I was on the right track but I looked it up and it was like just swing your sword at them when they come close to you Yeah until... if you just mash your sword button you're pretty much fine Yeah so that was a little frustrating not yeah. knowing that and then trying like Seeing that it was that simple and there was no real indication. Yeah, that, that, those those are always the worst ones where it's like it's not even a hard puzzle. You know, it's just like ah, uh, mess yeah. that one up. Oops, and it happens though. Because like they did introduce this, I don't even know if it's, it counts as an enemy, but like this enemy in an earlier dungeon, like we just said. But yeah. that mechanic doesn't play into anything else in this dungeon. It's yeah. just there. So it just felt out of place and, like, strange yeah. to wrap my you'll head be, around. You'll be happy to know that this happens all the time. <laughs> I, this, probably in every dungeon, like, there'll be one room where it's like, you just gotta let them all go, and then the door oh, unlocks. The tiles? Yeah, the tiles. Oh, that's annoying. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Now you know how to deal with it, though. And you won't, yeah. like, just run away, and you'll be like, ah, you'll move on, but, yeah. Um... Also, I got to the fifth floor. In this room, this is the room where there's like the two rows of like eight or ten pots next to each other. Right. The top of this room, the top wall, okay, has two cracks in it. I yes. That look bombable. Yep. Why aren't they? Are, is that just like some detail of a design that's like? I think it was just they were just thrown in some cracks. Like, so, I, there's no weapon you get later that lets you blow them up or a way to get over there. Okay. Um, so it's just there's just some cracks in the wall. It so, is weird that they use the same, like it's an old game, so like they they didn't like they couldn't make so many like sprites and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I get it, but uh, it definitely is weird when you see that and you're just like, I could bomb that, I could do yeah. that, and you're like, N no, you can't. Because like I'm sure to side by side. Like, if you looked at that and an actual bombable wall, I'm sure there would be some difference, but, yeah, like... Yeah, they are a little different. But, like, seeing that, it's like, oh, a crack means a bomb. You yeah, know? that's just the language they've taught you at this point. Just crack means bomb. Yeah. Yeah. So, outside of just, like, the struggle of trying to figure out that tile room and figuring out where I was supposed to go and missing the moon pearl, um, the dungeon is, like, straightforward. I think it's just, like not conveying its idea as well personally yeah and this boss Ooh, i'm excited for the boss because I, I know this is gonna be a thing this boss is terrible i hate oh, it's this bad. boss dj it sucks it's bad, it's, bad. <laughs> it's so bad uh, you'll be happy to know that this boss is called moldorm mm -hmm. um the zelda community over the years has nicknamed it troll dorm uh <laughs> so that's i think a very apt name for this boss because what he is so it's nice that we now have uh on the switch we have a rewind feature and a save state feature because mm -hmm. imagine doing this on the super nintendo as a kid or like we virtual console when we didn't have this stuff and yeah. it was like if you die or if you fall down you're pretty much screwed because you're not going to beat him with the three hearts you have left yeah and if you die going back to the beginning of the dungeon 
go up all those forests and give it another go. So if you fall down the pit, down the pit, and you walk back up, yeah, you don't the, even the like damage doesn't carry over. One. No. Yeah, that's it's, horrible. Yeah, it's not good. If because the thing is, it resets. If it resets the boss health every time, and then we don't get the reset, and then every yeah. time we go down, the pots reset, but the the drops don't. That's bad. And, yeah. and um, it's just like the fact that these, just like these worm enemies in general, not just specifically Moldor, like yeah. the fact that they're randomized movement patterns. Yeah. It's horrible. It's not good. <laughs> Okay. Okay. It's, a, it's some some harsh takes. I gotta say, it's just it's just frustrating. I, I disagree. Because like it feels cheap, and like Zelda never in my in my experience with Zelda games, they like everything usually feels pretty fair. Yeah. This does not totally. feel fair. Totally. This is the first time because I've been trying to keep the experience like as pure as I can, but yeah. this boss made me use save, save state. states and save scum. Yeah. That's that's fine. I yeah. that's totally fine. So. But do you enjoy anything about this boss? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> it's one of those things where I feel like my first time was probably a bad experience like you. Mm-hmm. But after playing it like six times, I can just walk in there and muck that guy up and it's fun for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. I totally agree. Like, this is bad. Like, it's it's like a funny joke nowadays. And, like, I think about it fondly just because, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't, doesn't bother me on my playthroughs and... I, people just hate this guy, so I, I kind of get that kind of twisted enjoyment out of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It's not it's not well designed. Um, yeah. I think an easy way to actually like fix this fight probably is to just let the boss's health drain after you fall down the pit. Yeah. Like if you get like three hits on him and you fall down and you only take a couple and you go back up and do it, like you might die like once or twice, but you wouldn't be like that frustrated you'd be like oh i gotta this is kind of cool i have to walk up and like fight him again and like mm-hmm. this you'd be like this is kind of interesting yeah you, like you wouldn't be like i wouldn't be an astounding boss but you would at least be like you wouldn't be pissed off you'd be like oh sure cool boss whatever yeah because like once i realized that it reset I w- that's when i was starting to get upset because i was like i can't have a strategy for this like especially no. even with not even like the series as a whole but like with this game specifically so far every boss has had a strategy be it like an item or attack pattern and because it's random and because it speeds up and because like he can like sort of get you in like a frame trap almost like it's just yeah a little annoying yeah the one strategy that you could use i don't know if you did Mm because i've suggested the strategy for every boss so i guess it's not specific to this boss but spin attacks are really your friend here I was trying. Yeah? Yeah, and it just didn't work out for me. Like, I had to really just kind of move around randomly and, like, by chance run into his tail. It is hard to, like, uh, to get in... Because, like, when you're holding your spin attack, you move much slower, so it is hard to get into the proper position to do it Mm -hmm. while being held down. So, yeah, I I feel that. But that's always how I've done it. Um, One thing I also do like about this boss... um, it's something I like about this game in general, not specifically this boss, but this boss does it, is I like the idea that the weapons that you get are not just inherently, you got the bow of this one, use the bow to kill the boss, like I, 
I get that school game design, like it's it's good game design, but like I like the idea that you walk into a boss room and you just have to think on your feet. You gotta figure out like how do I beat this thing. I think there's bosses later on in the game that do that way better. Mm-hmm. That'll use like other aspects. This one's just like oh you just point your sword at it, so it's not it's not that deep. Um, yeah, there's other bosses later in the game where it's like oh use an item three dungeons ago like you just you gotta th- you gotta figure that out like, yeah I, I like that much better and that's cool kind of does it that's super cool i love when games yeah. do that and yeah i i had an assumption that this boss might have been doing that because like as we established i didn't get the item of this dungeon so <laughs> i just yeah. thought there wasn't an item and yeah. i tried the boomerang tried the bow didn't work and then i was like oh i got the ice rod maybe the ice rod will work maybe that'll like freeze him so he because he's moved so fast maybe that's the key no but yeah it does feel like a boss that should have probably came earlier in the playthrough as far as like what the strategy is but yeah hearing that they do go what this one's going for but in more successful ways later is good to hear yeah yeah so Uh Let's let's move on from this dungeon. I said I think we've made our peace with that one. Yep. Um, so uh, when the pendant of wisdom fell, I was like, "Oh, the moon pearl looks a lot like one of the pendants." <laughs> <laughs> and then I was oh, like, man. "Oh, it's the pendant of wisdom." Okay. I still can't get over that. That's crazy. I um, know it's so funny. So when you can come out of the dungeon, yes. did you go explore in this little section, or do you just head straight to your objective here? Oh, I went straight for the Master Sword, man. Okay, yeah. You, you were pumped up to get it, I get it. Um, I wanted to see that squirrel again. Yeah, the squirrel was so cool. Went um, back there. Uh, I was in a rush. Not even mm-hmm. in a rush. I just was like, I was excited to get there. So I was uh, doing the sprint, right? Ooh, yeah. And I was sprinting down one of the logs like pathways and i hit a tree and then a swarm of bees came out (laughs) (laughs) yep there's there's trees with bees in them that's crazy (laughs) there's uh there's actually a nice few hidden trees in this game that have fairies in them if you know the locations i know some of them i don't know i've never like looked up to like where is all the fairies but i know like there's there i've like over my many playthroughs like you'll just like run into something and you'll accidentally hit a tree and you'll be like hey that's useful yeah (laughs) so but yeah, there's um, some of bees in them too, which is fun. Yeah, that that was a little surprising because I've seen the ones that come out of grass before, but seeing like a, a tree full of them was like a shock. I yeah. was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I did get the master sword. Cool awesome. moment. Yeah. Uh, Sasha says, "Hey." He doesn't say anything like really that important. He's just like, "Yeah, head to sanctuary. There's, there's some things going on." Or maybe he doesn't I say. Zelda said that. Yeah, okay, you, thank you. My notes are bad, I'm sorry. He usually <laughs> okay. like, says, like, hey, you gotta go to the Hyrule Castle or whatever. And then on your way back, Zelda says that. Right? Mm. Yeah. Yes. On the way back, I discover the Master Sword can one-hit people, or the Green Guards, at least. Yeah, That's it's a much good more powerful. And it has a nice... It has, like, a little bit longer of a reach, which is yeah, really Yeah, I noticed nice. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's, like, it's only a few pixels, but, like... Looking at it, you wouldn't even tell, but once you start playing, you're like, oh, this this feels good. This is mm-hmm. much better. Um, yeah, it is super helpful, and, like, I, I think I discover this later in, like, the second part of what we do here in this episode, but I never realized until Breath of the Wild that the Master Sword can shoot projectiles 
Like, I knew that there was, like, yes. the sword projectile in the original game. Yeah. But I, di- I just thought that was to represent, like, a spell or something. I didn't know that. Because yeah. in Breath of the Wild, it's, like, full health, you get the, the little whippies. And yeah. this, you get swirlies for full health. Um, yes, they're very, very good. Yeah. It's very nice having full health and just being able to, like, spam it enemies across the room. It's very yeah. nice. Um, I discovered that when I was going through Hyrule Castle, because I guess, like, yeah. with everything I did between getting the Master Sword and showing up in Hyrule Castle, I didn't have yeah. full health. Yeah. Because I did do one other thing. Okay. Um, I remembered in Death Mountain. Right. Next to the Tower of Hera, there was another one of those tablets for me to read with the book right because i read oh, it oh so you went there yeah i read it before uh i entered last week to end the episode and, and it just tells you yeah it says you need the master sword to be held yeah. up here so i went back and i got the ether ether medallion that's the one that shoots did you use it yet yeah i okay I re- it shoots lightning right i used it immediately and my comment is looks op <laughs> yeah it, it is it's a cool move what, what does it do again is that the lightning one yeah i think it has a, the symbol is a lightning bolt okay and, and like link like stabs down with his sword and the lightning shoots out all the sides right Something no like it's that. like some like it, there's like a swirling effect and then like a, a few energy balls shoot away from you and there's like a negative effect okay yeah i remember this that might be it the takes way down like all your magic bar too it took down like half i think yeah yeah it's a cool yeah. move though yeah um there's a i, I won't say anything about that actually well i like i figured there's gonna be a couple more of these because yeah again i have played a handful of zeldas and in ocarina you have the the three specials zelda really likes three i gotta say <laughs> they they got an obsession with that number yeah um but yeah that's cool it's it's cool to know that there's like specific abilities like that in the world for me to find and i'm assuming that that's optional uh, or at least some of them might be we'll we'll, we'll get there i can't okay. remember to be honest with you cool uh you definitely need some of them i'm not sure if all of them are used at some point but mm-hmm. yeah uh yeah um uh, so you I... head back to sanctuary i guess right after this right yep priest is there he dies like a jedi yeah poor guy um i I feel bad for having doubted him (laughs) Mm, you were you were so judgmental of this guy like this guy he's definitely gonna betray you hey maybe that's your gonna be your theory that like he he secretly he's he gave zelda them then took his own life to protect himself maybe keep the keep the secret operation together okay maybe maybe who knows that's more interesting than his death scene we can run with that yeah it's true um, um it's funny because on my way back to sanctuary i pulled up the map and i was like okay i know sanctuary is behind the castle but like where exactly yeah and on the map it had a skull icon on hyrule castle Jeez. and i was like huh weird yeah <laughs> and then i talked to him and he's like go to the castle i was like okay yeah. but um <clears throat> excuse me we go back to the castle and my theory before about that electric gate yep wasn't a final boss but it was a boss yeah (laughs) that was fun so the gate uh 
I wasn't sure like how to approach it at first because I was like, okay, maybe it's the gate, you know, because yeah. I didn't know if I had to go back down to the dungeon, um, or like what other parts of the castle I hadn't explored yet. Yeah. So that's why I remembered the gate, and I was like, hey, might as well give it a shot. Okay, that's um, that's interesting. I was I, I you actually like brought something up to me that like, I didn't even think about. Um, coming back to it this time, where it's like they don't send you to the gate like they just send you to the castle and you just kind of have to figure it out mm-hmm. it is cool that the gate left such an impression on you though that you just like oh I'm, i head back to the gate like that's that's good yeah man there's nothing else like that in the game so far yeah like that sticks out yeah yeah so. i think i i think they do have a text box at the beginning of the game just like you'll need the master sword for this maybe I don't remember, because I do remember trying to interact with it, and it was... Okay, maybe I'm just completely mistaken. But, um, speaking of text boxes... Okay. Skipping ahead a little bit, but what's the deal with putting a text box right on this, like, right in the middle of what's going on on screen? When did that happen? When I went to Agonim, and he was doing this thing to Zelda. Oh, yeah, that was... Why? There's enough space at the bottom of the screen. Yeah, probably, probably. I, I now that you say that, I do definitely remember where it's like you see the shot and then the text box shows up and it just like covers what he's doing with Zelda or whatever. Yeah, like she's I getting think. like evaporated and it's just yeah. like covering the entire thing and you can like kind of <laughs> see it through the letters and it's like okay. Yeah, um, I guess. I wonder if that was a limitations thing or if it was just like a uh, mess that one up. Oops, we never thought to change where we put the text box. To be honest with you. Yeah, because, like, like, I feel like so far, with the exception of, again, this is based on memory, with the exception of the beginning of the game, when Zelda Mm -hmm. says, like, please help me, I don't think the text box is ever in the center of the screen again. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And if it was, it was not in a pivotal moment like this. Yeah, I think think it's happened before with, like, when uh, Sasha contacts you, maybe? Okay. I think when you get, like, the Master Sword, maybe it does it, but, like, it's... You are right, like, it's not a big... It's not a thing they do often, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um... Exploring this new area of the castle, though? Yep. A couple new guards get introduced. I like the flail guy a lot. Yeah. The flail guy? What does he do? Um, he has, like, the mace... Ball, okay, and he, like, and he swings, swings it, it in the circle. Yeah, yeah, I like that guy too. I like that. I think enemy. you fight one of those guys in the, like you fight one of them, don't you, in the first part of the Hyrule Castle? When you go I don't think I game? ran into one before. No, I think he's right by where Zelda is in the dungeon. Oh, maybe. I could be mistaken. I think yeah, I'm pretty sure you do. I'm pretty sure he's like in the corner. And you don't even have to fight him. But... Okay. Yeah, that might have either been way. Cool then. enemy for sure. Yeah, I, I like it because it's different, you know? Like, it's a different... Yeah. It's, like, still sort of the same amount of challenge. It's just you have to think about it differently, so I liked that. Yeah, yeah. I like, too, how this... I like how this this dungeon is, like, placed in the game because there's no other dungeon really like it. Uh, it's very Zelda 1-esque where it's, like, it's mostly just fight the dudes and get that... They drop a key, you use the key on the door. Like, mm-hmm. it's very basic, but I think it's timed perfectly with... Uh, where the story is like oh you know like things are going down now you and you just got the master sword and mm-hmm. like you finally have that big uh, attack buff you got a lot more hearts now i think i don't think this dungeon works at any other time in the game but right here so i think those are really strong yeah i that makes a lot of sense because yeah. 
I don't remember necessarily struggling the first time I was in Hyrule Castle, but I definitely yeah. remember avoiding conflict as much as I could. Yeah, and now you're just mocking guys. Like, you're yeah. good to go. So, um... Also... So you like this one, for the most part? I yeah, know it was it, a different kind of dungeon, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Um, it was cool coming back and, like, unlocking a new part of the castle. I, I like yeah. that aspect of it. A part that you, like, would never even guess is there. Yeah, and, like, all the lights are out. <laughs> yeah. For some reason. Because, yeah. like... In my my headcanon for it was like, oh, they're the bad guys, so like they they're basically programmed by this spell, you know. So maybe they just don't need yeah. light. Yeah, <laughs> saves <maybe>. energy. <laughs> That's kind of a disturbing thought, but uh, <laughs> right. Gotta say, um, but yeah, the corridor I think with uh like that weird maze room. Right, where it's, like, dark and you gotta, like, set the candles so you can actually figure it out. Yeah, that's where I discovered I can shoot the swirlies from the Master Sword. Right. So. I think I did the same thing, the exact same. That room is really useful, too, because it goes through the barriers, and it's like, oh, I'm just gonna run up and down where I'm protected and just take everyone out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then the final room before Aghanim. Yeah. There is something that impressed me. Wow. Even more than the squirrel sprite. Wow. I gotta say this, I'm digging this discussion more, because I don't like it when we're mad. I don't like it when we're sad about this <laughs> game. I like it when we're really happy, because I think it's great. This interaction saved the week for me. Saved the week, wow. I can't even remember what you're talking about. So, you could have missed it. I was shocked that this worked. There, This huh. even happened. So, you get into this room, right? Yep. There's a guy with a flail. There's a, an arrow guard, and um, I think like a trident guard. Right. So they're scattered throughout the room. I think the lights are out, so you can only see like the triangle. I was right. fighting the trident guy. I was facing down in the room towards him. I was swinging my sword at him a little bit. I was trying to time it right. Yeah. On one of the swings, because you know the swinging animation link like sort of lunges forward. Yes, yeah, of course. Or at least, like, they convey it that way. Yeah, like, you can kind of see his sprite, like, just move forward a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah. he, like, twists his body a little bit. Yeah. So when that happens, the shield moves, too. Mm hmm So I swung down at this trident guard when I had an opening. And yeah. in that animation, because Link moves the, the shield to strike, it okay. goes to his side. And at the exact same moment that happens, the bow guard shoots at me. And, and it hits it, the shield. It worked out the arrow bounced off the shield from the left side of me or the right side of me while I was attacking this guy. That is so cool. I've never never seen that before in this game. I will send you the footage of it because it blew me yeah, away. Yeah, I'm really excited to see that actually. That's crazy. I you was probably you have probably to be like within like frames yeah. of that for it to work. Yeah, I That's was because the thing is, like, because it must be super specific to the scenario yeah it blew me away that they actually programmed that in because of how yeah. like, precise that would have to be i wonder if that's like one of those things where like it's just like wherever the shield like it wasn't even an intentional programming yeah. if it was just like a coincidence that happens yeah like uh, if that based on like if the shield is in that position and this like mm -hmm. i guess that makes sense that it, maybe, maybe maybe they did program it maybe they're like yo someone in 25 years is gonna do this and they're gonna be amazed yeah because like be blown away from like my pretty vague understanding about programming and everything with games like yeah 
the shield would either have to be programmed as its own object independently of Link the entire time. Yeah. Or they accounted for that sprite of animation to have invulnerability from the object of the arrow at that one specific yeah, frame. Yeah, that, make, that makes sense. I've, do, I've done, like, I did computer programming in, in like, college. So, like, mm -hmm. I, I, I can understand how, like, that will work. Like, yeah. you need to... The shield, it, it can't be programmed so, like, Link in just a standard position is what blocks it. It has to be programmed so the shield is its own entity that needs to be in front of whatever it's hitting. You know what yeah. I mean? And, like, mm -hmm. they probably only develop that in the sense that the shield is forward. And, but like, and that just happened a coincidence. In my head, like, I, I don't think they would have programmed that. I think that was probably a complete coincidence that, like, wasn't intentional by the design and the programming because that's really cool well yeah it certainly wowed me <laughs> yeah so uh after that encounter though we do have the agonim scene that's where the text box happens yeah before uh, before one more thing before mm -hmm. we leave this dungeon i gotta say i think i said it on the first episode of the show but i gotta say it again this music completely slaps gotta say um i'm this having is a one hard of my time favorite recalling. tracks of this pardon i'm having a hard time recalling it it is like the generic Hyrule Castle theme. Oh, okay, yeah, that is yeah. used throughout. Like it's the first usage of it. Mm -hmm. I I just I love this theme throughout every single game it's in, and really like this one too. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's strong music for sure. Yeah. Um. So we get a little more of the lore here. Um, Aghanim completed six of seven maidens. Right. Zelda was the final one. Yep, number seven. Um, he completes his step one of his plan in front of you. Mm -hmm. And I have to wonder if, obviously this came out before Symphony of the Night, but did people like expect this was the ending of the game back in the day? Yeah, I, I think some people... I've seen people say that about Ocarina too, where like they think it's going to end, and then it's like... You just finished the tutorial, pretty much, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is a funny way to think about it. Um, yeah, because I never thought it was. I always knew that, like, oh, okay, the Dark World exists. Like, I mm -hmm. before playing this game, I'm sure you did too. Um, yeah, like I knew the Dark World was coming. Yeah. Um, but for how I'd say, like, not insignificant, but for how minor it feels, everything we've done so far has been. Yeah. It was still a lot more to chew on than I was expecting for a, like you said, quote unquote tutorial yeah yeah i think i think the zelda games actually do that really strong throughout mm -hmm. all of them where like they have this opening section that like you could argue is a tutorial i guess but it's all it's like some of the best parts of the game usually um mm -hmm. not in this one i would say i would say the dark world is like far and away better but like i love the opening of ocarina i love those dungeons as much as the ones later actually so yeah um, ocarina um, i feel like is just pretty solid throughout the entire thing yeah yeah and here i would say even after having completed this part and having my appreciation be with the specifics of what we've talked about so far yeah i still and i trust you and i trust the people who have talked to me about this i'm still waiting for the moment and i think the moment's gonna come next week i think so too i if memory serves i think the dungeon next week is very strong okay um, and also, you'll be introduced to the Dark World and everything that entails that, so that'll be good. Um, mm -hmm. Before we get there, though, let's talk about the, this boss fight, I would say. 
Sure, that took me a little bit to figure out. Yeah, oh, did it? Yeah, because again, fine. I tried a few items. Yep. You know, I, try, so I checked out my arsenal. I was like, okay, what works, what doesn't? Nothing worked. Um, I tried hitting him with the Master Sword, because I was like, oh, Sword of Evil, Evil's Bane. He's yeah, evil. makes sense. Nope. Uh, swirlies didn't work either. And then I saw the energy balls, and there, there was one time where I did in my process of, like, elimination... I could have sworn I tried swinging at one of them and nothing happened. Yeah, you got to be specific with the frame, so that might have been it. Okay. Um, it is hard to hit, and it's hard to, like when you actually start hitting them to like. Sometimes it'll shoot off in the wrong direction. You got to really time it right. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um. Because yeah, I did want to. I did give that a shot. I'm pretty sure at one point because I did remember in uh, Ocarina again, uh, the Ganon yeah. portrait fight. Yeah, classic. Love so. That um, fight blocking and reflecting energy balls was not new to me yeah. um so did you figure it out on your own though i did yeah okay awesome i ended up i think in one of the times i was swinging at him testing if just hitting him would work i think i ended oh, up you, blocking you got one it of them. yeah that makes sense um, but yeah like solid fight yeah it was one of probably the best boss fights so far i would say just because it's unique um it's decently hard like i actually i like how I can't remember if Phantom Ganon does this, but I like how there's, like, some that are duds, and you kind of got to be, like, be aware and, like, figure it out. Mm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think it's cool. The one thing that I am curious of if it was just because it's a limitation, mm -hmm. um, it was a little, like, it's, frustrating isn't the right word, but, like, and I don't think unfair is the right word either because I assume it's a limitation. There's yeah. no way to telegraph the difference between the attacks so like yeah i would be standing there waiting for him to shoot the energy ball at me and then he just does an aoe with the lightning and then i'm yeah. kind of screwed <laughs> yeah so there is so for the the ones that look different like the four little balls like you mm -hmm. you just got to do stick on your feet like move quickly mm -hmm. um the lightning one when he moves uses lightning move uh he only does that i believe he only does that when he's in in one of either the top of the room or one of the two middle. He's either at the very top middle or he's at the two sides middle. I think those are the only spots he can do the lightning. Okay. So I understand that you probably didn't like, catch that on like your first time fighting him. Like mm -hmm. I, I get that totally, but that I'm pretty sure those are the only times he does it. Okay. Um, and so usually when I do that fight whenever he hits to the middle like especially with when you get into the fight like the first couple times you don't bother but like once he goes into the middle of those times i just run off to the side like i'm just okay. like okay this this could be his lightning i'm just gonna get away mm -hmm. um but yeah i get that you wouldn't you wouldn't catch that on my first yeah. playthrough for sure aside from that though i did enjoy the boss fight because awesome. it was like the I, I i think in the case of zelda games i've played the idea that you're like knocking the energy back at the guy yeah at least at the time of experiencing that through zelda it was unique enough to that franchise where i hadn't experienced other boss fights like that yeah so it is a fun thing and i like the timing of it it's like a little game of ping pong it's fun yeah and this is the first zelda game to do it too oh, really? oh that makes we've, sense actually we've we've said that so many times about like different mechanics in this this game because like, yeah it kind of did and mm. it's it's so hard if you didn't play this game before the others to like 
but like i didn't either so i guess like i'm a part of that too but like mm-hmm. when you really think about it just like wow like so many things that are like staples of the franchise like they started here they didn't start the first game like no discredit to the first game but like they really started here which is awesome yeah i i heard also um somewhere recently that uh the first use of i think we might have talked about this in a previous episode but zelda's theme is here for the first time in yeah this game, i think we did touch on that yeah which is crazy because that's like another staple yeah yeah, yeah. so um but nice. those are all my notes we yeah. i did get teleported into the dark world after the yeah. boss fight and you were the bunny and i was the bunny yeah you didn't think that was weird you're just like oh i guess i'm the bunny I no know. i didn't think it was weird because when i got in there uh sasha facetimed me and he was like hey you're in your innocent state or something like that and he's oh, like he says it's, he has text about it yeah what wow. i can so i i made my like in frame right now i have my switch i made my save state after i got control of link again okay so i can't re-see like reread it right now but when yeah. i'm editing this i can send you what his text i'm so excited to see this text and like all this footage i so they they i was completely wrong then like they completely planned for people not getting the moon pearl like if that was an accident they're like yeah you can do that and we're gonna let you know like that wasn't a bug that they missed that's crazy yeah because yeah i'm ro- walking around right now as bunny link yeah on top of this pyramid temple thing you so <laughs> oh hey there's a bomb wall i can't use or maybe i can we'll see later no, you can't you can't i know exactly what that bomb wall is you can't yet all right um, um but yeah sasha called me he's like hey go look for the maiden but you're gonna need the moon parole to get out of this state or something like wow. that yeah so. for me he he does he facetimes you regardless he but for me he's just like there's a maiden over there you should probably check that one out by the way um good luck you're in the dark world that that, that sucks bro um, mm-hmm. that's pretty much it so well interesting I, I think interesting is the best way to categorize this week's episode yeah i don't think it's necessary there's a lot of things like i don't know if this is good but this is interesting to look back on for sure Mm -hmm. um but yeah i'm excited for next week i'm excited to check out this dark world uh one of sasha's lines said something about uh not like this directly but pretty much said link between worlds and i was like hey yeah that's fun um but yeah what do we do next week uh, next week we will explore the dark world for the first time. Uh, we will make our way to the first dungeon of the dark world, and we will do that. We'll, we'll finish off at the end. I think from now on we're going to finish off at the end of dungeons. We're going to do our exploring section first, and then we'll finish at the end of a dungeon. Okay. I always kind of wanted to do that, but the way it worked out with the beginning of the game, um, mm-hmm. it made more sense. Like, because I didn't want to like do a short episode or do an extremely long episode just to reset our how we're doing it um, yeah so we I mean, we just went the way we did but i think from from now on it'll be exploration dungeon awesome so well um thank you for chaperoning me through this one <laughs> chaperone okay that's a new term i like it uh where can the lovely listeners find you online uh you can find me at dj underscore on twitter um 
I also do a Star Wars podcast that I've talked about before. You've heard me talk about it probably. If you're at, if you're at part four, you've probably listened to part one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Cantina Conversations, weekly Star Wars show. Clone Wars is coming up, season seven. We're all very excited for that. Uh, it's so a good look show. forward to that. Cantina and Clone Wars, both yes. good shows. Um, Thank if you. If you're listening to the show, you can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, other podcast services. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, you could give it a rating on Sp- or Apple Podcasts because Spotify doesn't let you rate podcasts. Um, or leave a review if you have more things to say. But if you have even more in-depth things to say, feel free to comment on the videos as people have been doing or join the Discord, which is linked in the description of the YouTube video where you can uh, have a conversation about this timeless classic, TM. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you want to follow me on Twitter where maybe I'll be tweeting out some of the my journey to go get the moon pearl because I'm sure we won't cover that too much next week since I missed no. it. But um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Chris N. Buckley. But that's another week in the bag, in the journey. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to this dark world exploration because I, yes. I think you can probably tell from so far a lot of what I enjoy is the small character moments and like weird quirks in the yes. world that is like that is like my elevator pitch for the dark world awesome. like the, the i think the elevator pitch for the dark world like in comparison to the last one is it's more of like the little stories and little characters and little interactions that you can do mm-hmm. and the dungeons are all dope and some of like they get hard and like they get good though like good hard you know what i mean so um, yeah not like confusing hard of like just randomly kill these tiles there, that you didn't have there, to fight before there's one that's gonna be really confusing actually but okay. but i think the other ones are really good uh, yeah. all right so well that sounds exciting but until yeah. then uh, may the way the hero lead to the triforce see ya